Hello people, this is Aisha Adams and this is my podcast where we have laid-back conversations, deep conversations about different life topics as it relates to us in our spirituality, in our health, in our wealth, in our relationships and in our self-actualization. Today, I will be talking about what legacy are you leaving behind? What legacy are you leaving behind? And this is an interesting topic that I really love to talk about. So I hope I do not, you know, talk your ears off today. But yeah, stay tuned and we will be right back. Hello, people. Welcome back to today's conversation. And today I have two guests in the house. And I'm bringing back one of my guests, Ezekiel Abayomi, podcaster, filmmaker, actor, designer, <laughs> and all shades of amazing. Oh, he's also an, also an author. Yes. How amazing is that? And I also have in the house with me, Lawrence, legendary Lawrence Iwerebo who is an award-winning producer. He is um, a content creator. He's a filmmaker. And yeah, he doubles into this and that from time to time. So you guys, say hello to the audience. Hi guys, this is Ezekiel. Hi guys, this is Legendary Lawrence. Nice, legendary Lawrence. It's a good thing we're talking about legacy. So let's start with legendary Lawrence. How legendary do you want to be remembered? Okay, so that's just that just me being being silly. <laughs> but when we will talk about legacy, you know, leaving a legacy behind, what 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 are the thoughts that comes to your mind? Um, I think to start, I'll just like to say here that I am someone who is quite passionate about legacy discussions. And because I know times people will be like, oh, Aisha, you're doing this and you're doing that and you're doing so much. How do you get the energy to do it? And the truth is that I'm motivated by the legacy I want to leave behind. Every time I I wake up, I'm like, oh, thankful to God that I am awake and I'm alive. And I'm like, okay, I have to quickly get in this thing so that I can take this off the box of the things that I want to achieve before I die. Do you get? So... For me, it's like my my debt, my thoughts about debt motivates me to live more intentionally. Do you see? Yeah. Like, it, it forces me to say, Mm-mm, you cannot rest, you cannot play around. So, what 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 do you think when I when I say, what legacy do you want to leave behind? What was the first thought that comes to your mind? Um, the first thing that comes to my mind is I want to be the best filmmaker the world I've ever seen. Hey, Oshie! Oshie! Yeah. I want to be the best filmmaker in Africa and Nigerian. And I want to tell a story that people can, 10 to 20 years after my departure, people can go back and say, ah, oh, he passed this message and this is obviously happening now. And that people can obviously relate to. So I want to keep a legacy where my children will be proud of me and say my dad did a lot and my dad could help people around with me. With what? With storytelling. Okay. 
Yeah. You really love storytelling. Yeah, I want to transform life with storytelling. Mm, nice, nice. Zeke. <laughs> I think you call me Zeke. Um, basically, what comes to my mind when I hear the word legacy? Legacy is what people. Um, what comes to people's head when you are long gone? When when people mention your name, the first thing that comes to people's head when you are long gone yeah that that is what legacy is to me yeah what like what people know you for for um let's say for example michael jackson once they mention his name everybody knows about dance yeah so so yeah legacy is that thing that people that comes to people when they say muhammad ali boxing boxing. when they say nelson mandela president freedom fighter that's yeah, what someone who who stood for what he believed. Yeah, so so that's that's what legacy is for me. The first thing that comes to people's mind when they mention your name. Isn't it interesting the way we answered the questions? When when I think about legacy, all I just think about is you know, like what you said. You you could see I was keen into it, into what you're saying. Like it's like, what do I want to be remembered for? For me, it's like. I don't I don't just look at it on a general like I look at it like okay yes legacy is something that you have to remember for but then I'm asking myself a personal question of what do I want to be remembered for you know how do I leave my footsteps in the sands of time what what do I want like what impact do I want to leave with the world an impact that even after I'm gone people are still benefiting from you know, and gosh, there's so many good things to do, man. Yeah, so many things to do. Like sometimes I see that and I'm like, okay, maybe I see someone doing one amazing thing, and I'm like, God, where was I when this person was doing this thing? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you know, so so it's so it it baffles me how how people are able to come up with different you know projects and different things. What what made you decide, um, Lawrence, that you know storytelling was how you wanted to? What drew you to it? Because people might be listening and be thinking, okay, now that you are telling us that you know legacy is something that leaves a lasting memory in people's minds, how do people come to that thing that they decide that they want to be remembered for? How how did, what, how did you come into yours? Okay, like I want to talk about Fela. Fela uh, gave us Fela gave us a good music and those music. If something's are happening here in Nigeria now, when you look at this, Fela has spoken about this. Most spoke up Fela prophet that what he has spoken is happening now. Same as Lucky Dube, people say a lot of things that he has said is happening. So if I want to tell a story, like I said, I'm going to use the media of storytelling to uh, drop a legacy because there's a lot happening in our world as a whole that people don't want to tell. But in the media, if I use a storytelling as a medium, I can be able to tell story because I I love telling true life story, yeah. story that people can obviously relate to. Yeah, there's some stories you'll be watching like, can this happen real life? Yeah, or eventually they happen real life. Yeah, and with this medium, I can be able to touch lives and give them way of thinking that it's not this way, it's this way. So you yeah. can transform life with storytelling because most people want to watch most people. Most people don't read anymore. It's very hard that people don't read anymore. But when they want to visualize what they see and go with it. 
So I think we still. Yeah, you were saying something, Zeke. Well, no, I'm just trying to add to what he's saying. Like, yeah, that's true. People want to see things. People, most people don't read, unfortunately. Do you? Is it that people don't read? I feel like that's a myth. Yeah, people read. People read, but people read. But may, maybe not as much as before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not as much in Africa. But people read. Yeah, yeah, people read. People do read, but do how read. do people that sell books, how do they make money? <laughs> how thank, thank, thank God. <laughs> you, you know, if, if people still put books on shelves, maybe they will not make much money. Thank God we have technology where people can put mm. their books online. Because trust me, if people are leaving their books on shelves to be sold, they will not sell. Because technology has taken like a huge turn in this generation so <laughs> that's why that's why i said people don't read but then yeah thank god because i am like still Amazon quite um, yeah. i am still a very old-fashioned reader yeah. you know, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> i'm an old-fashioned reader who loves to perhaps because of of the therapeutic um the therapeutic properties or i don't want to say properties but the therapeutic effect of reading books you know um, paperback so I buy books and like just the smell of it is making me want to read the book. So yeah, I but I, I quite agree that not so many people read that much again. And people would rather be on their phones um, than be on TikTok. Yeah, watching videos. And so storytelling as a medium is something that can still catch them, being that they will be on a medium to uh, watch. Um Zeke, what do you have to say? What is what is something that you want to be remembered for? What is the legacy that you're looking to leave with the world? And what informs what 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 made you decide that was something you wanted to be remembered for? <laughs> okay, what do I want to be remembered for? Basically as a a shoulder of support. Oh like, that's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> and that's like the person that that's my person. If I'm with someone, I would like to help to the maximum capacity. Whatever help I can, whatever support I can render, it doesn't have to be money, but whatever in whatever way I can help, I'll help. I remember when I was in Elka and we had to shoot the period of the shoot, and I I I I made sure I was in all the movies, and that was a way of like okay let me just these people are, are looking for cast it's not that i wanted to be there like but i was like there were posters out that they needed extras though i had a major i had i had a film i was deleting but there were, there were other groups looking for extras and it won't be nice when they are actors on ground and people who don't know how to act are now taking the extra roles and then they are messing it up whether it's a big role or a small role so far you're an actor there's a way you can always kill you it you can kill it so there's no small there's no small character there's there are only small actors mm. that's why i took all my extra roles like they were major roles you, you understand so and someone reached out to me well one of one of my classmates i won't say his name it was like guy must you always 
must you always answer people once they call you once they call you you're already going must you always be there at least for once just stay don't go anywhere if they call you no go i was like i can't do that so you like to always be um, that person who supports people support, in any way. Support, it doesn't so, always have to be monetary. You know, I, I totally agree. So 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 yeah. In ev- in everything I I do, because I have I have like a very big dream ahead of me. But in everything I do, there must be support in it, whether in filmmaking, whether in this, whether in that. In whatever capacity you I will be able to support up, people because yeah, yeah. everyone needs support. Yeah, we all do. Everyone needs support, and you don't know what you are doing for that person. You think it's my, it's a minor thing, but you don't really know what you are doing for that person. So yeah, that that, that. So when people mention my name when yeah, I'm yeah, long yeah. gone, like, like ah. hundred years from this time, like ah, that man. Man, that man, they support people. I wish he was still alive. Things oh, like that. Yeah. So. Okay. So, what are some what, some steps that people can take? So, well, asking what legacy are you leaving behind? Yeah. And we're exploring what legacies. Okay. So nobody asked me, so I don't need to tell you guys what legacy I want to be remembered. What I want to be remembered. You should tell us. But what are some steps, you know, that people can take to actively bring to life this dream of their legacy? Okay, this is sounding too complex. What I am trying to say in layman English is that, okay, now that a person, let's assume a person figures out what they want to be remembered for, what steps should they take to start to show up in the world in that way? Because for you to be remembered in a way, you have to show up in that way, correct? Yeah. And when you talked about you wanting to be a support, I smiled because you're already being that person, actually. And when you talked about being a storyteller, I smiled as well because you are an award-winning producer anyway. So yeah, that's already showing that you're already on the path. So what are some steps that people who are listening, who haven't figured out what their legacy is going to be? Or what legacy they want to leave behind? What advice do you want to give to them on? How should they figure out what their legacy is, number one? And number two, what active steps should they take in trying to work towards that legacy coming to life? Okay, how did I figure out my, um, how did I figure out my legacy? Like what legacy, how did I figure it out? I think I did knowing, like trying to know who I am. And knowing who I am, I, I, I know myself as someone who is always... Yes, that was what I discovered. I'm always there for people. Whether you are there for me or not, I'm always there for people. So I, I don't mind. You can go. But yes, so that was what I discovered. And it was something that you did effortlessly. Yes. Like it was something that came to you naturally. I, I just... Amazing. Yeah, so you have to discover first. You have what, to discover so you, so self-awareness and what comes to you naturally, yes, physically. Yes. And that way you'll be able to figure out. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I, for you to discover yourself, you need to know things that make you happy. Mm. When you know things that make you happy, there's some certain things, like sometimes you can be upset, but when you see yourself, you unconsciously see yourself doing something and it makes you happy and you forgot all your worries and everything, 
I think with that part you can discover what legacy you want to leave behind. Yeah. Amazing. Honestly, like self-awareness definitely number one. And it's so interesting that people are actually so scared of going on that self-awareness journey. Like that thing they bust my brain. What what like please can you help me make sense of it? Like why are people so scared of figuring out who they are? And why people are scared is that they are scared of failure. Mm. Like uh, a lot of people will tell you, I don't want to fail. I just, I just don't want to fail. I can remember when. when well, how I, would knowing yourself make you feel? Yeah, you know, when you're trying to know yourself, because I think sometimes you have to fail to learn more. Mm. So those people, maybe they just tried and they tried one time and they said, oh, said no, I rather just let it go. At the right time, it will come. It can't come at the right time. You have to walk towards it fight for it Thank so you, you can get it but uh, uh, <laughs> you see people are scared of failure i think one thing that will make people scared of failure is once they discover they have this much potential mm. they'll be like okay how do i execute this potential okay they've discovered it now you know people say what you don't know will not kill, will not kill you, you. Now you already know you have this thing. So you'll be unstable. Yeah, your head, they're always disturbing you. You can't do this. You can can see I'm always unsettled. (laughs) I've never observed I'm always unsettled. I'm always unsettled because I'm like, I know It's like it's taking all over you. It's like you're going crazy sometimes. Once you know you have these potentials, you'll be like, you don't want that pressure will just come naturally. So I think people always want to run away from that that Pressure. pressure. They just want to be. There, I just, I don't, I don't know this, so I don't. <laughs> this, is, this is an interesting conversation because really, people are scared of their own shadow. Yeah, because they don't want the shadow to overtake them. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. No, hundred and fifty. I remember when deep when I started, like trying just, to figure yourself out. I was like, ah, storytelling. People like, can you even look at you? What what are you even thinking? Go and do something for yourself. But I still find myself doing this. I was like, eh, so I can't do it. So I first of all started my um, production company, production house in 2014. Mm. So when I started it, we, we did some things for just a few months. Like, my colleagues were like, ah, it's too much. You can, the money is not easy to promote and do this. I was like, eh. So there were there was a lot of like people who make you scared, and you yourself will like be asking yourself, are you sure that this is this is me? Are you sure this is me? Maybe I'm just forcing myself to do this. Honestly, you, you sure you're not level, else So you need to have a level of determination yeah. for you to bring any dream to life, and for that dream to become a legacy. Of course. And like you rightly said, the the work putting in the work is what scares many people. Yeah. Because, like Lauren said, when you fail, you're just like, oh, more. let me just wait for God to inspire me. No, God is not going to come down to come and inspire you. You put in the work, you get the results. And it's not like one plus one equals to two. Sometimes one plus one equals to minus ten. And on that, on, in those situations, what you want to say is, how dogged are you? How determined are you? How hungry are you? For that thing that you say you want to be remembered for, 
And I feel it's in this kinds of spaces that you're able to separate the men from the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing is you need to surround yourself with people who believe in okay, you. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because if you don't have people who believe in you, though you yourself you are not motivating yourself and people around you are not motivating you. So yeah, it's just they're, like they're killing your dreams. They're killing you. Because uh, I remember last year when I was searching for a job and I wanted to put in for content creation and someone was like someone around me was like you want to put in for content creation can you even design can you use Canva I looked at the person like what's the big deal there if I don't know how to use Canva at I least mean. if I start doing it I'll learn because I'm someone that except I don't want to learn if I really want to learn, I'll learn it and yes, I'll know whatever I'm doing. I, I was like, what's the big deal? In... So that statement made me just drop the application. I didn't apply for it because of that statement the person made. Now, what do you know? What do you know about content creation? What do you know? And it was if this person is someone I know. And if, I'd, if the person was like really wanted to help, I would have gotten the job. Because it was a company that the person. Well, what you're had saying, to. sorry to cut, but it it reminds me of what happened with my daughter too. You know, because my daughter wrote a book, and I, she at the time she wrote it, like I felt impressed. Of course, a mother would be impressed. Yeah. And then I, I decided that okay, you know, let me help her edit this book. But I didn't want to do it by myself, so I sent it out to an editor, and the lady was so gracious enough to edit the book for me and send it back to me. And then I worked on it. And I said to someone, oh, who was supposedly close, like, ah, oh, you know, my daughter wrote a book. And, you know, I was expecting excitement. Because uh, I was thinking that maybe, you know how you, you know how you are getting excited on something, you're like, is it, is it me? Is it me? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and she goes, was it her that wrote it? I felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, of course. Would I tell you she like did I tell you that yesterday? And it was disappointing to find out that it was family that was saying such. So naturally I just swept it under the carpet. And I was like, if family could say this, what would other people say? And and things like that really really discourage people to want because you don't you don't really know how much motivation that person and I'm, of course, when that person said, at that period, when that person said, I was in, in a kind of depressed state already. So when the person said that, I was just like, okay, there's no, there's no need there. Let me just stay at home and be facing myself. Because this person is so... Sorry, I, I, I don't really know what to say because that, that statement... This thing is right in front of me. You have access to it. within one month. I don't even need up to one month. Just give me two weeks. I'll catch up. I'll catch up. Just give me this thing. But it was like the person didn't believe in yeah. me. If people, if people didn't believe in Nelson Mandela, 
Aside the fact that yes, he's a freedom fighter, if people didn't believe in him, he won't he won't have gotten to where he, he, he got. Everybody to. needs someone to at least key into their dreams. Because if, if you remember, he was not the only one that, that was imprisoned, but it was like the figure in front it was the figure people were looking at. But other people were imprisoned. He had friends that were imprisoned with him. And imagine he was the only he, he was the only one on that journey. That no one, no one was behind him. He would have given up. He would have given up a long time. Because, of course, you cannot be doing a one-man show like that. You give up. So yeah, I think aside believing in yourself and um, want to work on yourself, you should have people who believe in you. Would you like to say any more, anything else to add to that? Yeah, people has to believe in you. Aside from that, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, like hundred percent. And you too have to believe in yourself more. Oh my god, yes. So even though people don't believe in you, you have to tell yourself, I can do it. If Nelson Mandela can do it, I can do it. If mm-hmm. Obama can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. If a lot of people, I, I could remember when I, I, I was told the story about how this Bob was made, and he said he failed for 99 times, but he never gave up. I even know of a story. So when I was researching for my book, Rise Irrespective, there's something I always ask people, I'll be like, okay, there was this man, he tried um, to make vacuum cleaner. Ask me how many times he tried, just guess. <laughs> I don't know, I can't. Like five times, 20 times, 100 times. He tried over 5,000 times. Whoa. He was making different prototypes. He traveled across more than three continents over a period of about 12 years. He ran bankrupt a couple of times before he finally got one that was going to work. Yeah. You must be hungry. Yeah, that's true. See, hunger does not mean that you get fed every time you you are you are trying. It just means that you will not give up. Like sometimes I see someone and person is like, have been trying, trying, trying. I'll be like, how how long? Say two years. I say sorry. What do you say again? Sweet. I saw a guy. I don't day road. Like I've been, I've been hustling. I'm sure before you even dreamt of staying hustling, keep at it. And so this is a message for everybody that so is listening. That's what happened to um, this seven up that's been that is now popular everywhere. The first person who started the business started two up, three up, four up, six up. When he got to six up, he was like, I can't do this anymore. People are not going to buy it. He just abandoned it. Someone took over and made it seven up, and the person made it. If he had tried again, maybe he would have been one to Honestly, so he had to let it go. And it, it's it's about doggedness. It's about doggedness. It's about saying that I believe in my dream. And even on the days, because you know the way life is, and sometimes the dream will come alive, then yeah. it will go low. When it goes low, I was amazed when someone told me that Mr. Biggs is still alive. I said, God, these people, they are like a die. They don't intend to die. They are like, no, we have one million lives and we're not going to. And when the last one is about to be exhausted, we're going to rise. We're going to rise up again and, and you know, come back to life. And, and this is just so amazing. And so legacy, living a legacy is about determination. It's about doggedness. It's about believing in oneself. It's about surrounding yourself with positive people. It's about um, being ready to walk alone, even when nobody believes in you. Trusting that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. 
It's about seeing a vision where nobody sees a vision. It's about seeing a dream where nobody sees a dream. It's about um, understanding that we're not going to be here for, for forever. And the way we live forever is how we is how we show up in the world right now. It's how we are intentional about how we live our lives. This has been a very engaging and beautiful session. Thank you so much, Ezekiel and Lawrence, for your contribution. Um, I hope that everyone listening is going to be reflecting. I just want you to remember that you have just one life. And this one life, you have to live well. And what is more beautiful about living well is that you're intentional in leaving your footsteps in the sands of time. You and I have the capability to do so. So what is stopping you from being more intentional in how you show up in the world? Stop telling yourself that you are not good enough or you are not important enough to leave a legacy. Every one of us has the capability to leave our footsteps in the sands of time. So wake up and show up for yourself because you are amazing and the world is waiting for you to show up as the amazing human being that you are. I hope you found this episode long yet beautiful and beneficial until next time take care